0: What's up, everyone? I'm Liz Hunt. And I'm Chelsea Poppins. And this is the Agency Rocket Show, where we discuss everything that has to do with running a creative business.
1: Yeah. And today we're going to talk about something that's close to my heart. Uh, the nil i don't i don't know how many creatives know about sports but i know <laughs> at our agency they're not very <laughs> sportsy but <True.
0: laughs> and if yeah. they are they keep it very under wraps
1: yeah so like something that's close Except to my UHLs. heart being a former pro athlete and um a cy- iowa state cyclone playing there is like the nil that has taken shape uh, name and likeness but that's what that stands for. That athletes are being able to get paid for um, their platform and not just like, not based solely on their performance in sports, but outside of sport. And then um, that they can work with businesses and partner with them in order to gain like monetary and financial um, stuff. So And
0: specifically college athletes. Yeah. Obviously obviously professional athletes have been able to do that for uh, forever (laughs) since it was a thing. Um, but we're talking about college athletes. What what uh did the rules change a year ago, 2 years ago, something like that?
1: It's been since and since covid that things have been taking shape. So, okay. I mean, okay. they, nothing, it's still kind of very gray area in a lot of states depending on like oh. what their university policies are, what mm-hmm. their compliance um and like states like Iowa state are a little more conservative with that movement. Mm and aren't, mm-hmm. aren't necessarily bringing people on board to be NIL advocates. Mm. Um, they're kind of usually like external collectives that are working on behalf of athletes to help them um, get paid in that form. So, so
0: it's it differs by state and not
1: necessarily by college or university? No, it differs okay. by all of that. Oh, it, all it of does. it. Oh, yeah. okay. So some states, I mean, like, I think they have certain regulations and rules that other states don't. And um, something that's kind of been a passion project of mine is helping like the Iowa State are getting in. Um, with Iowa State athletes and helping them build their brand identity, uh, helping them educate them on their brand platform of who they are and how to um, work with partners and build money and uh, keep money, not just for yeah. the four years that they're playing, but long term. Um, helping them learn how to manage their money.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so, like that's an area that I feel like uh, called Passion- to. Yeah, like, passionate just, like, about and not, yeah. not not to say that I I have like. All the the information within me, but I know the people that do, yeah, so it's a more like a con- connecting people with the right resources in order to be successful in where they're at in the in the platform that they have because a lot of athletes don't even understand the yeah. platform that they have and how they could use it to their benefit, and that's the problem yeah, yeah, and a lot of universities so- like Iowa state they don't have any i mean they'll educate on n i l But Mm -hmm. it's still a very gray area for um, at least most of the women's basketball program. Yeah. Um, Yeah.
0: yeah. So when you were playing um, at the college level, was having a personal brand even something that was discussed um, on your teams or in your school or anything like that?
1: when you were playing no I mean it was just social media was just on the rise so okay. I'm like it wasn't oh my god so, you're so old I know I know <laughs> like Facebook was still a place where you told everybody what you were doing at every hour <laughs> whatever and whatever song is in like, your head your, your relationship ship status
0: was on there and stuff oh yeah
1: and people were poking you <laughs>
0: Oh God, that makes me so uncomfortable. Stop doing that motion. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and it was only weird
1: people that, that did it.
0: So weird. Oh, so, and you'd have like the, the
1: wars with it. It was, oh. it was still like a university oh. platform, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah. That was so weird. Okay. So that wasn't a thing when no. you were
1: around. As far okay, as but- personal brand, it's just them telling us that all eyes are on us. Like as, as people who are on a platform for others, people to, or the kids to look up to other, um, adults to watch, they're just like, all eyes are on you, whatever you're doing, it's being judged. So make sure you handle yourself in a, like a a good way. Say, thank you. Say, say, please say, thank you. Be nice to the janitor. Like Coach Finley would always instill those things in us. Like, like you, you act a certain way. You are polite. You handle yourself well. You you do the, do the right things. You show up 15 minutes early. Like yeah. it's, it's one of those things where you're just like, all right, like, I gotta, like, I gotta you like gotta step. Be
0: nice to everybody. I gotta step up. I see. Yeah. <laughs> I what can't. about a MySpace page? Did you guys, did you ever have one of those? Like as a kind of an athlete,
1: did you ever have like an athlete MySpace page? No. It- I had a MySpace, fa- I had a MySpace page, but you don't, like, by the time I was in college, MySpace was not a thing. Oh. I'm not that old.
0: Oh, that, okay, <laughs> well, then that was, that was me, that's how old I am.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was in college when MySpace
0: was a thing. That's funny. Okay, well, yeah, my age is showing. <laughs> um, okay, so, so let's say, okay, so we have these new rules out for... Young, I mean, these kids are young, like college age is young. <laughs> like that is 18, 19, 20, 21, maybe 22 year olds, right? A lot of these kids. And so like, if you are a 18 year old who is like thinking about playing basketball, or you are playing basketball for your university and, where would you even start if you're thinking about trying to make a personal brand for yourself? How would you,
1: like, what would you even do? I think that age is so difficult too, because it's not like, that's like the age where you're like still finding your identity. We're still finding our identity in the season of life we're in, but like, you're still figuring out like what you like, what people you want to surround yourself with, what you want to be involved with in college having a mentor or someone alongside you at that point in time, I think would be vital because they could help guide you to be like, Mm -hmm. Oh, like what, what, what values do you want to stand by? And do you want people to see in you when they interact with you, when they speak with you, when they, when, and any kind of interaction. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, I think that just like explaining and mapping and helping them identify what how they want to come off and what kind of platform they want to create would be ideal. Yeah. And that's why where you and I, in our experience would be able to step in and yeah. like help these women develop and navigate that space. Just like so much better than people like kids who are off on their own. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there are, there are kids at that age who do so, like social have a great social media platform. They know how to like manage their brand but there's also kids that like they have a social media platform but they mess it up because they do things that are off brand just like just risking high risk (laughs) kind of things yeah
0: Yeah. so maybe talk about what some of those values could be that could be represented on social media for an athlete
1: I think it could be anything from like the hobbies that they Mm -hmm. have on the side to like let's say I mean randomly like for instance like hiking. Like if they like to go out and do a lot of hiking, Mm
0: -hmm. they could partner
1: with like a local outdoors company just to like help represent their brand and and just be like, I'm partnering with this. Like I love hikes. I love, I got um, like these shoes or like they help me enjoy the outdoors, relax unwind, and step away from basketball, separate away from the court. So something completely external. Like it, it could be like that. Or it could even just be like, I like to eat at Bebop's or like, yeah. some restaurant and you're the like you're down, down the street, Chappellae, or just yeah. like, like local, local yeah. stores to be like, I like partnering with them for like an ice cream flavor kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Like anything, anything from very innocent to like hobby to like, even if, I mean, I don't recommend anything within politics to partner with, but, <laughs> but
0: like, yeah, we kind of, I mean, we personally stay away from that, even in our own agency, just because we are not into drama. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like that's, yeah.
1: <laughs> And there's some very strategic partnerships out there as far as tax purposes with athletes who are making a lot of money (laughs) and they partner with, um, people to do their taxes and they help with like the commercials and pushing for that, that company and representing them.
0: Interesting. So, um, okay. So let's say an athlete, 18, 19 year old, they are, they have um a very successful athletic college athletic career right um and they are trying to boost their influence on social media trying to like get more followers things like that um you know what we are talking about like partnering with businesses we would say as an agency we would say well like you need to have enough followers in order to warrant a partnership business wanting to partner with you right like a you know,
1: the value that you bring to the table. Yes.
0: Like businesses aren't going to ask you to for like influencer marketing stuff. They're not going to do that unless you actually have influencer marketing, you know, size. Right. Um, but what would you say for some of those younger athletes that are trying to build that social media influencer kind of Strategy and audience and stuff. What would you say to them to help them grow that?
1: Um, I think like with the 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 athletes at Iowa State For whatever reason a lot of them don't care about social media Interesting, but I think I think from a general athlete perspective They still with the day and age that we're in they still expect the NAL Mm. but it's tying those together to be like you need to create the pl- the value add mm-hmm. to these businesses, and yeah. so and to do that, you have to have a brand yeah. that that like, kind of still represents their values as a business. So there has to it has to be hand in hand and. I think just talking people into like the algorithm and how it works, what reels versus like boosting things or Mm -hmm. um, like what kind of posts, like still be real, still be personable, still talk Mm -hmm. about the things that like you believe in and who you, that makes you, you and um, represent your university. Well, Mm -hmm. but like it's like just how to leverage those partnerships with those companies would be like another, like just educational point to help them learn and understand that social media at the end of the day, especially during season is the best use of their time, which is extremely limited as any like collegiate athlete knows is like your priorities are like your faith, your family and your sport like in school. Mm -hmm. So like, and social life usually falls off if you Mm -hmm. are dedicated to your sport Mm -hmm. and, and so like during season when you're getting home at midnight or at 2 AM from coming back from Oklahoma or Texas or wherever from your most recent game and you have to wake up the next day and go to school. How, how easy is it just to like set like a day to create, um, to create that like social media or a reel Mm -hmm. or some way to promote the business that you're partnering with. And just Mm -hmm. like push send Ah. just like, that's easy rather than you, you having to spend your time going to an event or something to something mm-hmm. during your busiest time of the year. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What is the best use of your time in your relationships?
0: Yeah. I think one of the things that we're kind of saying is that you can't rely on the fact that you're on a college team and on the college's brand, on the university's brand, to be to like be what gets you there to success. Mm-hmm. That is not that's not what's gonna take you far enough to like that businesses are gonna want to partner with you. At least not to the degree that um, is really gonna be successful, right? Just because you play on a sports team um, and you are, you know, like, uh, you have that, that university's logo on your chest That's super great. And for some businesses, that will be enough. But a lot of times what really will get you further and truthfully get you more dollars um, is going to be if you take some effort, spend a little effort and create a personal brand, which is you are. Yes, you are a part of your university, but you also are your own entity. You Mm -hmm. are a personal brand, which is you spend time posting your own personal things on your social media. So like you have a personality. Yes, you spend time at your games. Yes, you go to school. Yes, you um, work out probably every day all day long. And yes, you practice really hard and you post videos of that. And, you know, you do all this stuff and you share that kind of content. I think if um, if you do that kind of stuff, that's how you help really grow an audience because they'll get a lot of behind the scenes type of stuff. And Mm -hmm. people who care about the university will want to see what's going on with the sports team, you know, people who, who follow that sport. And um, you'll be able to grow that audience bigger and bigger. And then that will help you take your, um, partnerships, your sponsorships, your partnerships take it so much further than you ever could have before. If you just relied on the university's brand alone, because personal Mm -hmm. branding will take you way further than corporate branding ever, ever could.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a, that's a great point. And it goes hand in hand with like, it's not the university's job to create those partnerships, at least not right now, unless they have someone on staff and It is up to the athletes to represent themselves. They are their own LLC. They're Mm the CEO of their company. Like they are a business. And I mean, just like any business, every business has to have a brand and every business has to market themselves a certain way. And I mean, yeah, that that's it. Yeah. Like people have to learn how to, how to represent themselves.
0: Well, and we all know like a university is only going to put in effort and I'm this sounds very jaded but like we all know a university is only going to do what's best for them and if if the dollars are not being given to the university but they're actually being given to this to the student then the university isn't going to do isn't going to lift a hand or a yep. foot to like actually help you with that so they're only going to promote their own brand they're not going to actually help a a personal like individual student of any kind. So that's yeah. why I think building your own entity, building your own personal brand, and then writing on the coattails of what the, the brand of the actual university has, like, use that as leverage, obviously, you know, it's a resource, it's a tool, use that. And then to build your own personal brand.
1: It is really cool to see the universities that like, own that space like LSU when they had they had like a director of influence on their women's basketball team they like, mm-hmm. fully owned that NIL space and that change that's a- it was a drastic change amongst everybody but like they really owned it whereas a most co- more conservative like Iowa State mm-hmm. they weren't necessarily looking to have anybody on staff that was going to directly be a part of the NIL stuff because like you said yeah like that money isn't flowing into their pockets either
0: Mm-hmm. and but mm-hmm. you see
1: like all these like really good athletes making like millions millions and i'm sure the universities are like like not everyone has the same mentality on oh they're getting a million dollars and i'm getting nothing but maybe just recognition
0: yeah
1: like i can yeah. see that being a piece of it mm-hmm. rather rather than it being like this person represents our university which provides a huge amount of exposure and yeah like, yeah.
0: So if um if some of these athletes, they have really good high levels of engagement on their social media. They have a huge following, you know, over 100,000 plus on their social. They are on a great team, on a great brand, and they have businesses coming to them and businesses that are like, we want to partner with you. We want to partner with you. We want to partner with you. How would one of those athletes like make a wise decision on one who to partner with and two what's actually a good deal to move forward on.
1: That's, I think that's an area that a lot of young athletes and parents are uneducated on because Mm -hmm. like athletes can technically make NIL in high school or like name and like use utilize NIL and make money off of their name and likeness in high school.
0: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. So it's it like no matter where you're at, they could start making money before then or partnering with businesses, but um even one of the parents, she's like, "I don't know how to go about this, like mm-hmm. um, like what kind of contracts, what those look like, what I should be negotiating for, right like people are approaching me, but I don't know what's a good deal and what's not a good deal right. And, Iowa state does have a collective that's called, we will, I mean, they're not Iowa state affiliated, but they are like, we will collective on behalf of the athletes Hmm. that's football, men's, basketball, women's, women's basketball, wrestling's completely separate, doing their own thing. Um, but like, um, so they have volunteers to look over like lawyers who will just volunteer their time to look over contracts for them. Um, And then I think they have a few other people just volunteering their time to help the athletes kind of if they have any questions or if any par- parents have any questions over any business deals just to make sure they're not getting screwed. That's that's a good like thing to have that they do have the collective to help protect and help aid those athletes. But I mean, it, it all depends on the deal at the end of the day and what it looks like. I don't have any specific examples coming to sure. mind sure. But anything that doesn't match your values, don't partner with it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. 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 Like if you are a vegan, you know, don't, yeah.
1: Don't partner with a butcher.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Stuff like that.
0: Yeah, for sure. What about like agents? Should these kids be using them, hiring them, that kind of stuff to help them get those kinds of partnerships, or you know, what are your thoughts on that kind of stuff?
1: I think it depends on what kind of deals are flowing your way, because mm-hmm. there's companies out there that have like a twenty percent, twenty percent fee take home, yeah. yeah, take home on any type of commissions that are coming the athlete's way, yeah, and that's actually like extreme. That's like steep. But yeah. that's like one of the larger organizations, Octagon, that's their 20%, or at least that's what I was told by some mm-hmm. of the Iowa State people. My agent, when she represented me, was getting like 13%. That's probably changed since then. Yeah, because so like, you're so old. Yeah. But, I mean, that's <laughs> probably even, I mean, that's, I think that's probably like the better deal of it. Yeah. But they ha- I mean, obviously, they have to get paid some way if they're not working hourly, So, yeah, I mean, that's definitely a a space where like they have the knowledge, they have the part, the relationships with a lot of larger businesses and they might be able to make that, that connection or make those, um, those business partnerships happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What do you think it is that is like holding back a lot of these young college athletes from really going after this NIL stuff?
1: I think it's because the legality they don't know what's legal. There's oh. a, it, it is such a like a gray area and then oh. it's it's continuing to evolve and continuing to develop like even Iowa State when I helped them with like a golf outing like mm-hmm. at, you you're not supposed to use the logo, you're not supposed to use like like the, a certain la- trademarked language because they own the rights. Lear, Learfield owns the rights. And so like you can't market it in a certain huh. way sometimes because the legality behind it, but Iowa state did come around to like the landing page we had put up and they were like, "Yeah." they were like, you can please add our logo to it because we just yeah. had like, we had a logo that was like a vintage logo that we had was approved for us to put yeah. on. Yeah. But they are, I think they are slowly coming around to allowing their name to be represented in those kind of conversations. Yeah. And because I'm like, At the end of the day, like, it is your athlete. I feel like you should, even though you do own the rights to it, you should still want your, like, correct logo and brand attached. Yeah. You don't want it to be skewed or...
0: Yeah. I mean, follow the brand guidelines, right? Yeah, interesting. Like, you
1: can use generic coloring. (laughs) That's, like, the the, the in-between for a lot of people.
0: Yeah. This all kind of... It's interesting. Like, basically... People are not doing very much of it because the law is either super unclear or it's like, like specific in detail that if you don't get it exactly right, like you could get fined. Is that, Mm. is that kind of what you're saying?
1: Yeah, there are repercussions. Like athletes yeah. don't want to get in trouble for yeah. doing I mean, something yeah. against the, the the against the NCAA rules or the university yeah. rules that benches them for the season. Yeah. Which
0: yeah. That,
1: that's their priority is sports most of the time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um that's so interesting. It I know this is maybe a super weird comparison, but it reminds me of like the cannabis laws. That we have right now where it's like federally legal, but then at the state level, you know, and then also um, like at the state level, it's like all it's everything's different. And then also like the rules are like so specific that like. You, know, you can't we,
1: put the leaf on the website. Yeah, <laughs> I remember like, that one. And,
0: yes. And like, you know, like we've worked with um, that cannabis attorney and there were so many rules like the, the point size of the font had to be a specific size when you were creating packaging for a cannabis um, related cannabis product, food product or something. And like, it feels like that. You know, like it's, it feels like it's that kind of cumbersome.
1: I think, I mean, how does, for you and you're developing your personal brand, like what are the things that you're learning to like, you're, I mean, you're building up your social media platform before you were like almost non-existent, just the Liz Hunt, not day cloud, but like Liz Hunt, like how do you, <laughs> how are you navigating building your personal you? brand? Um, <laughs> Um, one of the things I'm
0: learning is, you know, this is going to sound so terrible, but like we would tell clients, like you need to post every day or like, yeah, it's, you just have to be consistent. Like you just need to post all the time and here's all the things that you have to do. And, um, you just
1: need to do this.
0: Yes. And It's so much harder when it's your own, like for clients, it's so easy to come up with content, but when it's your own, you overthink it. You overanalyze the snot out of it. You're like, am I going to get canceled? Like every single video I make, I'm like, I think I'm going to get canceled for this. I think so too yeah (laughs) you know like it's just it's just like always in the in your the back of your head that like i'm gonna i think today is the day that i lose you know (laughs)
1: like i think today today's the day that i'm just gonna get i'm gonna say something very highly inappropriate
0: yes (laughs) yes and i'm i'm gonna have you know it's just like you, you'll have no idea that you will accidentally offend somebody and, and you, it, it'll it be like a hundred percent by accident, you know, like I would never have ill intentions, <laughs> but somehow, you know, like without thinking something through, you know, and then I'll be, I'll just like read through the crom- comments and cry and cry and cry. And then, you know, actually, I don't remember the last time I cried. But you know like I'll feel like crying, you know. So <laughs> you like, don't read the
1: comments. Haven't you learned anything from celebrities? They like the I thing. don't listen to the news.
0: Here's the thing. This is something and maybe this is I don't know. But like I feel like I have to read the comments to better understand the audience. And that is something I always do. I I do it. I do it now for every single every video I watch. Not every that's a little I'm embellishing, but like, I love reading the comments because I really want to understand audiences. And like, I really want to understand how people respond to things. And like, I didn't realize that that was such a strange thing until I asked Andrew, my husband, like, do you ever go read the comments? And he's like, no. Why, like why would I ever read the comments? And I was like, no, I always read the comments because I always want to know, like...
1: Who's watching?
0: Well, and just, like, how people are interacting with content, you know? like. And I realized, like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> duh, it's my job. You know, like, that's just... I care about how people respond to things because, like, that's just part of, you know, part of, like, our job, you know? I want to know what people are... How they feel, and interact, and engage, and respond to pieces of content on the internet, (laughs) so. So I will be reading the comments, Mm -hmm. and we'll just, I don't know, grow some super thick skin. Or I might say something really mean back. I don't know. We'll
1: find out. I was gonna say, I I get that feeling of wanting to like understand, interact with people, and understand But I will say when I read like, so Iowa State, when I do the ESPN color commentary, they have like a cycle and fanatics page where everyone just like, you know, everyone who isn't doing anything is going to write whatever they want to it. Oh, yeah. And they wrote some like pretty like hurtful. Hateful. (laughs) And I was like, uh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, I really don't. I know I really don't care. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, you know, it's yeah. like, oh, shit. <laughs> yes, that one kind of hurts.
0: Like, <laughs> yes, you're, they I, might be right, but it, it still hurts. <laughs> no, they might be wrong. They are 100. percent Whatever they said, it was wrong. It was.
1: It was during the the season. Dude, wh- still um, trying to learn what color sh- commentary was. It was. It was like. So this is, last year was my second year doing it. And so I'm like, I'm, I'm still learning oh. the ropes, still learning how yeah. to talk in that role. Yeah. And one of their comments was like, they definitely did interview for this position. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> I was like, they did not <laughs> they did not but I'm still you're learning. Like, you're right. Like, I just want to banter about basketball. Like we're in a pub talking, talking sports. Like, I mean, that is what color commentary is. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be educational. Like you are (laughs) explaining the why behind things from an athlete's point of view. Yeah. But also I also wake up every day thinking that this is the day the intrusive thoughts win Mm. and I'm going (laughs) to like,
0: dude, that stuff is such crap. Like whoever said that they have not done what you have done in life okay like not a single one of them speaks four languages I'm sure okay <laughs> not a single one of them is a boss lady executive at a fancy branding firm like like you okay not a single one of them <laughs> played for the WNBA pro basketball and then also traveled the freaking world to like play professional basketball was you know
1: I appreciate sought, Highly that. sought after
0: and was asked, didn't, here's the thing, they didn't interview you because they didn't need to interview you. Like, you were beyond being interviewed for. You were given the job because of who you are. So don't listen to that crap. You are amazing. You are appreciate stellar. You. And you. And your color commentary is ESPN worthy. So shut that down that is none of that is true they didn't interview you because you didn't need to be interviewed because you're that good
1: okay we'll see if they invite me back this year <laughs> but yeah i appreciate it i i know those. i know that the i, I shouldn't take it but i think like yeah. when you read those things like you read those negative comments about you oh, yeah. and and whatever you're doing, you're like you're like oh, yes. I kind of like left a piece of myself, or like I stepped into fear in order to yep. do that thing, or like like you said, yes. I stepped, I put myself out there, my face out there, my thoughts out there, yes, and it's a vulnerable yes. space to oh for sure step up there and talk what you believe in or like mm-hmm. and the things you know and just be like I know what I'm talking about. It is such a vulnerable space to just like throw yourself out there for other people to pick apart. Yes,
0: yes, for sure it is. Yeah. The thing that I think a lot of people don't understand is that words really matter. Like what you say, and that includes writing it down, it, it freaking matters. There's this old um, script that says that there's the power of life and death is in the tongue. And I 1,000% believe it because if you've ever had someone say something that was so hurtful to you that it, it could like literally destroy you, right? Like we've all had that happen before. Like that somebody said something that was so destructive to us that it ripped us to shreds, right? Like, so don't tell me that The power of life and death is not in the tongue because it absolutely is. But we also have the power of life. So like, I think that using our our speech and communication to bring life into situations is one of the things that I so firmly believe in and is one of the reasons that we do this podcast for other female entrepreneurs and other small business owners and creative business owners and for each other, you know, because I so firmly believe in bringing life and not death into situations, not destruction, right? Like I want to bring good stuff and positivity and encouragement and comfort into people and not all that destructive junk that you got in your comments. Like w- the world needs s- people to fight against that. and I believe, like for me, it it always starts in my own thoughts, you know, and I know you had to, you deal with that too. Like we all have to fight it in our own like mindsets. You have to fight, uh, you have to have a good mindset and positive thinking and all this stuff first, and then it will flow out of you. So, uh, yeah. I just, Chelsea, you're good enough, you're smart enough, and gosh dang it, people like you, okay?
1: (laughs) I love you. (laughs) You know what? When you said that quote of like words matter and like they affect people, they can tear people to shreds, you had a very like enlightened mindset on it. I'm like, I get that. But also, what first came to mind is because like, you know, you know my ability to like profile people and like wait is this pod is this is this something this (laughs) is good good. okay i went back to like people i've dated in the past and like if they did me like really wrong or like oh i found out you had a girlfriend up in tampa kind of thing oh yeah i would like I knew the, the thing, the words to say that would just like berate them and tear them apart. And I'm not saying they really cared, but like, I am the type of person that I will never speak like, anything super bad but when I but if you piss me off like I will rip you to shreds with my words I will I will bring out all of the personal things like you and your mama and like all your trauma and why you act the way you do (laughs) (laughs)
0: like (laughs) you and your mama and all your trauma that's a good line
1: yeah i I like that that that, that, that's what i i reflected back to because i saved my words to cut them to pieces at the end in case they do me wrong
0: (laughs) for people's you and your mama and all your trauma
1: (laughs) that's the name of the episode you your mama and all your trauma
0: oh i love it it's good stuff but also speaking Um, life into people oh my (laughs) (laughs) god two sides of the same coin i feel like (laughs) it's Me and
1: you. That's why we work.
0: Oh, good stuff. <laughs> it is. I also noticed that I'm wearing white and you are wearing black. I'm I know. Not saying, not saying any. There's any. Not correlation. saying I'm the devil just... on the shoulder, but. No. Oh my gosh! No,
1: you should. <laughs> no, no, do, no, no. You shouldn't do that. Do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh god, we are painting me in way too good of a light. Just for the record. Oh. Um.
1: But we can bring it back. We can bring it back. I mean, we do have to wrap up here short shortly. Yeah, but yeah, I do love I do love this topic, and I think we should bring it back around one of these times. Um, mm-hmm. As far as like athletes and helping young, just like like you and I share the same passion of like helping mentor people and helping like yeah. young women navigate like like yeah. figuring out like what they stand by and what they yeah. stand firmly in and their values and their work ethic and their belief and how to like leverage what they are so that they can mm-hmm. level up to new spaces. Yeah. And so yeah. like, that's the same thing, whether that's athletes, whether that's your personal brand, that's like whether just like any where you're at, whether that's in your business or just in anything you do, like yeah. how you hold yourself throughout the day, where where people are watching you. When people aren't watching you, matters.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. And yeah. make sure that you hold yourself accountable in your own head, so that what comes out is um, life giving to the people around you and to mm-hmm. yourself, and to yourself.
1: Also, reach out to us if you ever if you're an athlete and you just like a little bit of guidance. education with where you're at and what you can do um always willing to have a conversation
0: yeah yeah if you're interested we do um brand consulting brand strategy all that good stuff you can email the show and we'll get you connected to the right person yep so um, that's all we have for today thanks for listening
1: goodbye